This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to the Speakernomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me. Speakernomics is the show where we... I hope you know it by now. Where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Did you say it with me? Come on, admit it. Did you feel like a rapper when you said it too? <laughs> of course you did, you MNMU. And speaking of rap, what are we rapping about today? We're talking about juice. Yeah, social media juice, that is. Where do you go to squeeze as much social media juice out as possible into your business? Well, according to our guest today, LinkedIn is that space and that place where you get the juice. It's the platform to see and the place to be. Want to know why? Well, let's talk about it. Today, we're talking with Bryn Tillman. Bryn, welcome to the show. Robert, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Well, Bryn, guess what? I hear that you're a LinkedIn whisperer. So uh, what super secret sauce did you bring with you today? Uh, So I have a couple, but I want to start first philosophy really quickly is to detach from what the prospect is worth to you and attach to what you are worth to the prospect so that all of your outbound activities is about impacting your buyer or your stakeholder versus making a sale. Wow. So with that in mind, my tip for today is make sure you are taking inventory of your current connections. Most of the us at this point, especially speakers and authors, have thousands of connections, but we're ignoring them. And so it is so vital that we take a step back and we take inventory of our existing connections and identify who we're ignoring that we should be having conversations with. And Robert, it's about 10%. Wow. So if you have a thousand connections, there are probably a hundred people that you want to have a chat with. Wow. And if you want to go one step deeper, let me know. I'm happy to do that. Oh, we're going to go deeper. But listen, y'all, before we go for the win with Bryn, I just want to remind you to hop on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box. Every week, we ask a question and we like to play your answers on the show, or we just want to hear from you in general. So head on over to Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail, and we'll play your message on the show. So listen out for today's question just a little bit later, and then head on over to the link with your computer or your mobile device, Speakernomics.com 
forward slash voicemail. Let your voice be heard. All right, let's get into this. So Bryn Tillman, you've already heard from her. She is the CEO of Social Sales Link, a former sales trainer, the co-host of Making Sales Social Podcast. She's an author. And guess what, y'all? She did some stand-up comedy when she was in college. <laughs> so uh, I've got to ask you the question, Bryn. Let's jump on in. Mm -hmm. Do people come up to you and say, hey, Bryn, can you tell me a joke? Well, no, because this was a secret <laughs> until now. <laughs> no. You know, the reason I didn't make it in comedy is because I wasn't that funny. I just thought I was. Uh, but, so, so the next best thing is, what do you do? You go into sales. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. So how long were you a sales trainer? That's a great question. I, I have been a producer mm -hmm. longer than a sales trainer. However, every job I ever had, I ended up the ride along. Mm. I ended up here, sit with Brynn and learn what she's doing. So no matter where I was, I was in some kind of sales mentor position. Yeah. And then probably in my early 40s, I launched a sales training company with a partner and had a ton of fun. But once I recognized the power of LinkedIn, mm -hmm. I didn't want to teach negotiation skills wow. or overcoming objections. I wanted to teach how do you leverage your network and your thought leadership to fill the top of the pipeline Wow, or funnel. Wow. And that's one of the things that so many people are looking to do. You mentioned LinkedIn, and I remember mm -hmm. the genesis of social media platforms, right? Yeah. You, you had the MySpaces or the high fives and, and all of those things, and then Facebook comes along. And we're thinking about this stuff as this place to meet friends, this place to connect with people and share pictures and, mm -hmm. and all of that. But then there's this platform that comes out and says, nope, we want to keep it professional. We want to keep it business. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about the early stages of when you recognized that LinkedIn was the platform for sales, selling, or social generation in that way? That is a wonderful question. And I believe that there is one reason that LinkedIn can't be touched other than that it has such a huge network. Mm -hmm. But the value that I saw very, very early on really bridged to the one thing I didn't like about sales. So what I, I hated cold calling. Mm. I'm not the one that's saying it's dead. It doesn't work. If you love it and it works and it fine. I loved everything about sales except the cold call. Yeah. So I built my whole business around referrals. But the conversation is, hey, Robert, I'm so glad that we've been able to help you and your team succeed uh, you know, with your sales and sales training. Who else do you know that could leverage our programs the way you have? Mm -hmm. And our clients would say, boy, I can't think of anyone right now, but if anyone should ask, I'd be thrilled to introduce you. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of like, oh, I really just want, you know, I have these people that love me and are willing to recommend me to their clients or their prospects or their network or their friends or their colleagues, but they can't think of anyone. Mm -hmm. And then I went, oh, I can help them. Wow. LinkedIn allows us to search and filter their connections 
to identify exactly the types of people that you're looking to meet. Mm -hmm. And the conversation changes. So I can say, Robert, I'm so glad we've been able to help your team do X, Y, and Z. I hope you don't mind, but you're connected to quite a few people that I'm looking to get in front of. Do you have seven minutes where I could quickly run these names by you and get your thoughts? Okay. And if you are a happy client, you're going to say, of course, seven minutes. I have a seven-minute calendar link specifically for that. So we get on the call and I run through the names and say, Robert, you know what I do. You know how I help your team. Who on this list do you think I could help the same way? I don't know this person. I don't know this person. Oh, this would be good. Oh, look where he is. This might be good for you. And so you may have a list of 20 or 25 names that turn into three or four or five opportunities. Mm -hmm. So before you go further, what's the magic of seven minutes? You you said seven, that's not a normal number. <laughs> what, right. What's the magic of choosing a seven minutes? So first of all, it's a disruptor. Yeah. Because they go seven minutes. Who doesn't have seven minutes? But so that's the second piece. The first one is it's a disruptor. The second one is I could give her seven minutes. Right. Even 15 can feel long. Right. Now you have to be prepared. I literally have seven minutes and I start the call with we've got seven minutes on the calendar. I want to respect your time. At the end of this, if you have any questions around your company, I'm happy to stick around. Yeah. If we could go through this really, really quickly, we may even have, you know, whatever works for you. And sometimes my set and I buffer it by 30 minutes on my Calendly, mm -hmm. because if they have questions, I want to bring value, 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 because they're bringing me value. Right. So if they have questions, I can stay on longer. But sometimes these are CEOs of companies. And when I offer that up, they're like, hey, can I have my, you know, my VP of sales call you? They may have some questions since our last show. Sure, absolutely, right. But I want to honor the time and set, like, everyone has seven minutes somewhere. All right, excellent. And I'm sure it's not an original idea. I can't, I've been doing it for a long time. I'm sure so I learned it from some brilliant person. <laughs> Yeah. So to capture that tip, essentially, you, you just told us to when you're asking for referrals, don't have your prospect think for you. Do some do a lot of the work for them in helping them to help you grow. So let me ask you a question that I was going to ask a little bit later, but I think I want to ask it up front here. What if you have a client or prospect that is not really active on LinkedIn? How do you navigate that? So they don't need to be active for this particular exercise. They just have to be connnecting. Mm -hmm. Most of pro the profession, you might go on and they don't have a headshot. They don't have a banner. Their headline is CEO of ABC company. And then they have oh, 500 plus connections. Right. So they're accepting connections, but they're not active. It doesn't matter for this exercise, right? right? I'm st I still have the ability to look through their connections and bring a list. Yeah. Sometimes I'm on a call with someone like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was connected to all these people. I have one client who said, you know what? Don't reach out to them yet. I, I wanna follow up with them. They were an old client of ours. And then my client got business from it right. and then made an introduction maybe six or seven months later but it was valuable to them because we're going through their connections and, and they haven't taken inventory. Right. So, you know, there, there's some really cool things that can come from this. Here's the thing though, especially if we're working with the CEO, we can't ask for five or six or seven introductions. I mean, we can, but here's what happens inevitably. 
they don't have time, they don't do it, and then they're embarrassed or they're, they feel bad, they feel pressure, and then they ghost us. Right. And we don't want to create that. These are the most valuable relationships we have are our happy clients. We don't want to change that for an introduction to a maybe. Mm-hmm. So what we typically do is, you know, Robert, thank you so much for reviewing these names with me and pointing out these five that could probably value, you know, what we do. Is it okay when I reach out to them that I mention you're my happy client and that we had this conversation? Yeah. Yes, sure. Right. So now I reach out and I'm like, Jane, Robert Kennedy, the third and I were chatting the other day and your name, uh, whether it's online or on the phone, be, be authentic. We're chatting on LinkedIn. Your name came up in conversation. First, he says hello. And second, he thought it made sense for us to connect. Right. If you're open and also please view my profile, if you think it makes sense, um, we can set up a brief call and I'll loop you into our conversation. So right, so you're doing this through in-mail or through the, the uh, LinkedIn Messenger? Through a connection request. Through a connection request. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. A- and, you know, this is warm now. Mm-hmm. We have permission to name drop our client who says uh, they would love you. This, they would be a good match for you. Yeah. So we're going to say, you know, Robert was our client, maybe however you want to do it. But, you know, Robert was our client. We were talking. We provided great value here and here. And he thought we should meet. Sometimes I'll even say, you know, even if this never turns into anything, I've got some great insights around X, Y, and Z that can help you do A, B, and C. So it's, the, the time will be, you know, a, a good investment. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is fascinating. I think one of the things that I always wonder about in, in these types of things is, yes, LinkedIn is is the platform and your person that you are reaching out to is accepting connections. Mm-hmm. How do you know when to, to kind of go in for the phone call, though? Because sometimes that can be the tricky piece of this. You know, you don't, so you don't want to do it too soon. You know, you know, it's kind of like dating yes, <laughs> a little bit it here. Is. Yeah, it yeah. is. That's yeah. a great, that's a great analogy. And it's a great question. So I'll start with, with all of our clients, and this is the hardest thing for sales to do. Right. We say slow down your outreach to speed up your outcome. Mm. No one likes the connect and pitch. No one likes to be spammed. No one wants to get a message at the first conversation where you say, we help companies just like you. Right. No one wants that. Now, on in many areas, they download an ebook on your website and they say, yeah, I'd like some more information. I'd like to talk with someone. Great. But these folks are not on here to be sold by you. Mm -hmm. So you have to earn the right. And we earn the right through value. Yeah. And there's a few ways to earn the right. One is that your profile is not a resume, but a resource that they get here and they get to learn. Wow. Your content helps you to earn the right. But the other thing is you engaging on their content. They love you Mm -hmm. if you're amplifying their voice. Ask them to vote on a poll because their insights are meaningful to you. 
So we need to build rapport in a, an in-person meeting. We would not immediately say, hey, hi, Robert, I'm Bryn Tillman. Nice to meet you. Shake your hand, take your business card and say, you know, we help companies just like you do A, B, and C. Are you interested in learning more? If we did that in person. I've actually had that happen. Well, <laughs> yeah, if, 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 didn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work, right? Yeah, and and it's and it's off putting, and you're like, hey, I have my own agenda for being here, right? So if I said to you, so so for me, one of the areas that we could touch on in bringing value, and not immediately, you have to understand the person, read their testimonials, get some value, but one of the things that we can do is tell me a little bit about who you're looking to have conversations with and the value you bring. I'm a connector. You know, if someone comes along, you know, I have a list of people that have services and they go, oh yeah, these are the types of people I'm looking to meet. And then I might say, if you're open to a networking call, let's chat. And I can even provide some insights around yeah. X, Y, and Z. Now here is the key. This is not a sales call. This is a networking call, but you are promising in advance to share some insights. So it doesn't feel uncomfortable. So you go through, you meet them, you learn about them. You, you really want to get to a point where you'd be comfortable introducing them. And then you say, Hey, I promise some insights around X, Y, and Z. We, and this is a longer than seven minute call, by the way. Yeah. This is like a 30 minute probably, right? You know, so I promise some insights around X, Y, and Z. Before I offer them, is it okay if I ask you just a couple questions so that they're appropriate for your environment? And you need to be prepared with question, listen to the answer, and bridge their answer to an insight, not we help people do this, but actually helping them. Right. So it's not a discovery call for you to simply learn about them. It's an exploratory call so that you can learn challenges and help them in the moment. Sometimes helping them in the moment, let's say you sell insurance. Sometimes it's, there are three things in an insurance policy that typically means that you're overinsured right. or whatever, right? Go back to your policy and look at these three things. That's not selling you, right? That's giving them value. Mm -hmm. The close of that call, and this is when we've earned the right, you, and you say, I really enjoyed meeting with you. I'm glad I got to know your business. Here's your, you know, the things that you're gonna do to make sure you're in good shape. After chatting with you, this you very much remind me of a client I worked with about six months ago, and I have three stories that work almost every single time, three client stories. Right. And I'm, you know, can, can I share with you how we were able to help them? And I'm asking permission to bridge from the insights call to a case study. Yeah. They don't say no. There's this reciprocation now, right? Like you just gave me all this value. Sure. I'll listen to a case study. And if you do a good job of that at the end of that, you know, I'll say, you know, I, I'm not sure if this resonated with you or not, but is this something you'd be open to exploring further? Wow. Yeah. This is fascinating. I, I, I want to get us to your something that you mentioned at the beginning, though. You also mentioned exporting your LinkedIn connections yeah. and taking inventory. 
talk to us about that. Why, why should I export my connections versus just kind of going through them in LinkedIn in that networks link? Yeah, and, and you can search in LinkedIn. So if you wanted to just, and let, let's say you're a speaker, I'm, I'm gonna, if I can do the search first and then go to the export, mm-hmm. yeah. they play together. So let's say you're a speaker the best people you can network with are other speakers mm-hmm. in your industry. So you can actually search in the free LinkedIn speakers, authors, coaches, whatever that might be, that's going to fall in. And then in an industry or use a keyword topic. So maybe you are um, a motivational speaker. You want to find other motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. They are the best to network with. Because wherever they spoke last year, they could, they're not going to get called back to be a keynote again. Right. And you're not going to be called back to be a keynote again, maybe for five years. Right. So in the meantime, if you can meet other speakers that are fabulous and you can introduce them into where you've spoken before and they can introduce you to where they've spoken before, you create this very strong network. You just have to vet them and make sure that, you know, that client that you're sending them to will get value from them. Right. But you can search for those. Now, the challenge is you miss a lot of people because a lot of folks don't have all the right search terms or they have different industries or they don't have the word keynote or whatever it is. Right. So when you take inventory, it's everyone and you're getting first name, last name. There is a column for email, but most are empty because they haven't opted in. Mm -hmm company name, title, and the date you connect it. We have our clients stick a column in the left-hand side and take inventory. So our our basic inventory is mark them, CPR. So it's breathing life back into them, but it's client prospect referral partner. (laughs) Gotcha. And about 10% will get marked. 90% will stay empty. Yeah. But there's a lot of gold in that 10%. Yeah. Wow. This is, man, this is, I I love this because it almost ensures that you never run out of prospecting things to do. Because I know some of us, sometimes you sit in front of your your computer and you're like, oh my gosh, what's the next thing that I need to do? What's the next thing, next step that I need to take? So I guess the question here, and and we'll, we'll wrap with this, is, okay, if I've got an active LinkedIn profile, an account where I've got 8,000, 10,000 followers, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How do I navigate through this connections list in a way that is not overwhelming mm-hmm. for me and doesn't cause me to my brain to explode? Do you have any tips for for that? Yeah, I, and I I will say Sales Navigator is a great tool to do that. But if you have LinkedIn.com, the mothership, the freebie account, yeah, break it down by geography. So what mm. I might say, I have so we have a client that. Um, was going to Germany. Yeah. So I said, well, you're already over there. Can you get any other gigs over there? Right. Right. So they have this big list. They didn't have any first degree connections that were worth chatting with. They searched by second degree all on the free LinkedIn and they found maybe 30 viable folks that they had a shared connection with. Right. They got introductions and um, was able to meet with two prospects. They didn't get another gig when they were over there, but they met with two prospects when they were already in Germany. Yeah. 
So break it down. Maybe you want to start locally. Maybe you're like, hey, I want to do tons of business in Idaho. Great. <laughs> yeah, break break it down by Idaho. You might like potatoes. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so the geography is a good way to tighten the list. Second degree connection to tighten the list. And in Sales Navigator, you could do company size. You know, and the other thing you may do company. Well, so this is another thing that you can do in the free is you can search companies that you have a first degree connection in a specific industry with a specific company size of, of employees. So if you're like, you know what, my best keynotes are with sales organizations in manufacturing with 200 plus employees. You can search that with the first degree connection and say, oh my gosh, I have 11 companies that meet my ideal persona and I already have one connection in there. Yeah. So I can reach out to my existing connection, map it out and say, hey, I'd love to talk with the event planner or the VP of sales or whatever that is inside of the organization. Do you have any insights for me? And they may be able to make an internal introduction or permission to name drop. Wow, this is so, so good. I really, man, we need to do a masterclass at some point. <laughs> I'll do it. I love it. This is so fantastic. So, Brent, we're at this point, we ask our guests to share with us a question that the audience can answer on voicemail. What's your question for us today? So the question, I, it's, I guess it's almost a two-parter because we talked about exporting our connections. So mm -hmm. not, the question is, Number one, when was the last time you exported your connection? But the real question is, this is what I want you to leave on voicemail. Export your connections and tell us how many connections do you actually have? Wow. Once you've done that, you can go and take inventory. But I want you to not just say the last time you exported your connections, but how many connections you have. When was the last time you exported and how many connections do you actually have? Yes, we want to hear from you. Send us your thoughts and your responses by going to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That is speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Bryn, this has been fantastic. Where can folks get in touch with you? LinkedIn. Yeah. So, so oh. <laughs> yes. I'm still Absolutely. the only Bryn, I'm still the only Bryn Tillman on LinkedIn, but you could also, we have a, a, a gift, uh, socialsaleslink.com slash day. You can download a day in the life of a social seller and get a feel of all the things that you can do on a daily basis to grow your pipeline. Fantastic. Brent, it was, this was amazing. Thank you. We have spoken with the whisperer, but that was loud, you all. I hope you heard it. There are so many options that are available to share your message, but you got to know first where your audience is and what they're listening to. So then you can align your message with the frequency of their desire. It's your time, my friend. The world needs you. Somebody's out there waiting for you to help solve their problems. You know, the one that you solve with your message and your voice. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast, where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.